Hey everybody, welcome or welcome back to Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the podcast because I've got something to say. I'm your host Latasha and my podcast is meant to create a positive space for the single black mother. Throughout this season, we will build relationships, have fun, laugh, and we will also validate our emotions by sharing stories. I am celebrating all of you lovely ladies for your individual journeys. I hope you are ready for a great season on the podcast. Let's get into the next episode. Here at Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the Podcast, I generally record my episodes live on Facebook at Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the Podcast. So if you want to be a part of the conversation and be in the comments and get into it, you can join me on Facebook at Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the Podcast weekdays whenever I record live. And if you want to keep up with when I will be recording live and when new episodes are released, you can go to girlfriendletmetellyou.com and you can sign up to be on the emailing list and with that you will get a free digital download just for joining hope to see y'all soon let's get into the episode so I'm going to get started again my name is Latasha with girlfriend let me tell you the podcast now I put a post up on Facebook the other day and I was asking people um and, and I made it a broad statement so that's partially my fault I'll take the blame for that So I made it as if it was a broad post for any and everybody who was listening. And I should not have done that. But I had made a post on Facebook the other day and I posted some topics that I want people to come on and talk about. So if y'all listen to some of my past episodes, you will hear where I did episodes with one person or I also did an episode with like, I guess you can call it a panel. So it was me and two other females doing the post, right? And so whenever I put the post up the other day, there were some people who volunteered and said, hey, I want to come on. I can talk about these topics. And then I had some other people like, hey, I can come on and talk about these topics, too. Now, I did not respond to those people. So those comments are still out there. Those messages are still out there. I want to revisit the reason why I started my podcast and my mission for the podcast. So I wrote this down so that I can make sure I cover as much as I can on this topic before I go into the podcast for tonight. So you're going to see me reading from here because I've already written my notes, but I want y'all to know that this is something that I had to put on there, right? So, um, my podcast. Now, if you listen to my podcast on Spotify and the podcast, um, streaming apps, then you will hear me at the beginning. Whenever I say, um, girlfriend, let me tell you the podcast, the podcast for the single black mother, right? And every now and then I do post on Facebook saying my podcast is for the single black mother. Now that does not mean that everything I talk about is only going to relate to black women, single women, or mothers. That is not what it means. However, my message is specifically for the single black mother, simply because I'm a single black mother. Whenever I started my podcast back in 2020, I wanted to do a podcast that related to me, a podcast where I could talk about things that I knew about instead of trying to guess and trying to, trying to be like somebody else and all those other things. Right? So back then I always started my podcast off talking about why I started my podcast, right? Whenever I started going live on Facebook and doing the podcast on here, I kind of veered away from it because I got comfortable with just coming on, introducing myself and going straight into the podcast topic. However, whenever I put these episodes on the podcast platform, the intro was there. It's just not here on Facebook. So I got to bring that back. Okay. Um, let me see. Now there are things that I do as a black woman, as a single mother, 
as a woman period that a lot of people can relate to simply because they've been through what I've been through or they're going through what I'm going through or chances are they're going to go through it later. So whenever I come on my podcast and I talk about things it's to let you know that you are not alone. That is why I tell relatable stories. That is why I come on. And in the past I had people who can come on and talk about certain things. Now, have you ever read a post and you're like, Oh, I like that. Let me look more into this person. Then you're like, oh, I can't relate to them. Like, yeah, we got the same problems, but we don't have the same problems. So that's what my podcast is like. Whenever a single black mother comes onto my podcast and single to me means that you are not with the father of your children. Okay. And the only reason I came up with that definition is because whenever I was at the hospital and I had my son and they were telling me that I was a single mother and I was like, his dad is right here. He's signing the birth certificate. And she was like, but you are not married. You are not together. So you are single. She didn't have the attitude and the finger point and the neck waving, but she pretty much said, yeah, you might know him and he might sign the birth certificate, but still you're a single mother because you're not married. So whenever I say single black mother, I'm talking about women who are raising children, but you're not married to the father. Okay. Everyone's definition may be different. You can put in the comments what you think a single mother is. I will certainly acknowledge it. I'm not saying anyone is wrong. I'm not saying I'm 100% right. I'm just telling you what they told me when I was at the hospital. So one thing I know for sure is there are some things that all single mothers go through. And then there are certain things that only black single mothers go through. All right. There are certain things that all women go through. And then there are certain things that only black women go through. So whenever I say that I am on here, um, for my podcast, I want y'all to know that this is personal. So whenever I come on my podcast and I say that this is a podcast for single black mothers, what I'm saying is I am telling stories about myself and I have people come on here who tell stories about themselves and experiences. And I want you to be able to relate. However, because I am black and I'm speaking to specifically single black mothers, all of my guests that come on my podcast are going to be black. Okay, so if it doesn't matter who you are or what you believe in or what your race or your sex or your gender is, whatever, whatever that stuff is, when I put up a post, I do not delete comments. Okay, so it doesn't matter who you are or what you believe or what you think is true or what you disagree with, with what I say or whatever goes on, the comments stay. Okay, I, um, what's the word? Is it accept? Seems like every time I come on here, I try to figure out how to use the word. I will allow all comments on my podcast, okay? So that's perfectly fine. However, whenever I have a guest on my podcast, they must be black. It can be black women. It can be black men, okay? And the word that I want to use to describe why I feel like that is preference, okay? I'm not saying that nobody else's feelings matter. I'm just saying black people relate to black people. So single black mothers need to hear messages from, from black people. Okay. Because when we go out here in the world, we don't want to hear somebody. I'm not going to say we, I can't speak for everybody. However, when I go into the world and I'm dealing with a specific situation, I don't want to feel like, Oh, this advantage is for this person because they are white. I, I don't want to feel like, Oh, it's because this person gets these advantages because they're married. Or this person gets these advantages because I don't want any of that. 
So whenever I come on here, I do talk about a lot of stuff. And I know a lot of people can relate. Women, men, black, white, Mexican, Chinese, Asian, Indian, whatever the case may be. However, when I put the post up the other day saying these are topics that I want to cover. It was actually a memory that I had shared from last year. And I did not specify that I wanted my guests to be black. So for all of you who are listening, who didn't know in the past or didn't know up until now that my podcast is for single black mothers, I take the fault for that because I veered away from saying it on Facebook. However, whenever I record these episodes and I put them on my podcast on Spotify and all that is at the intro. So I introduce myself. I introduce my podcast and I tell you what it's for. Okay. I just want to put that out there before I get started tonight. So if, if you did not get a response to being on my podcast, I will respond to you now that I've put this message out there, but it's just preference to have black people on my podcast as guests. Okay. Mm. I made this announcement last year cause I started my podcast in 2020. I made that announcement last year and I don't feel like I lost a lot of followers because there's people who understand that some of us want something that's for us. Okay. You can chime in, you can comment, you can talk about, Hey, I've been through the same thing. Hey, I know what it's like. I have some solutions too. You can do that in the comment section. You can even post it. Well, I don't know if you can post on my page because it's a a business page. However, what I do know is sometimes we got to have something that's just for us. Okay, so let me just say that. And when I break down who my podcast is for, single black mothers, there are a lot of single mothers who come on here and they're like, I know what you're talking about. And I appreciate that. There are women who come on here who are married who say, when I was single, this is what happened. There are people who come on here who are going through a divorce who are saying, I'm about to be single. I guess that's what I'm going to have to look forward to. Also, keep in mind, I'm not a parent expert. I'm not an expert at anything. Because if you are a parent, then you already know parenting does not come with a guidebook or any of that stuff. We're just winging it. All of us, male, female, anything. We're just winging it. We do not know exactly what we're doing simply because these kids are not us. And we're all kind of still new to this. I'm only 15 years in. Well, it'll be 15 years. Well, yeah, 15 years. It's been, I've been a mother for 15 years. So let's get into tonight's topic. For those of you who stuck with me that long, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you. That's all I can say. I appreciate y'all. Um, so tonight's topic is supposed to be, is going to be, People get tired of you hiding them, right? And the reason I came up with this topic, the thing that sparked my interest in doing this is I've been quiet about the whole Kiki Palmer situation with her child's father, right? But I want to say, when it comes to certain people, I'm going to tell y'all about me. I'm going to tell y'all a story about me because I'm going to make it personal. But with some people, everything is okay until people find out who you're dealing with. Then they try to build you up or they try to tear you down. So in certain situations, you are a perfect person in private. Okay. And I just had this conversation with this person I work with at work. We had this conversation yesterday. Um, Oh my gosh. We just had this conversation yesterday. Anyway. So 
when I when my now uh, if y'all been following me since 2020 then you already know that my son's dad and I were not in a relationship when I got pregnant it just so happens we met in the year 2004 and because I was on birth control off birth control and I never got pregnant I figured shit maybe I can't get pregnant so I'm gonna raw dog it ended up getting pregnant by my son's dad okay so we were not together for anyone who was wondering we were not together when I got pregnant we have never been boyfriend girlfriend since I met this man in 2004 okay so I met him in 2004 I found out I was pregnant January of 2008 and here we are co-parenting in 2023 our son will be 15 years old next well this coming Thursday August 31st he will be 15 years old so we've been doing a scene together for 15 years however Whenever my son's dad and I were having sex before I got pregnant, we never went on dates. We never went out with each other. I met his friends a couple of times. He never met none of my people, but I met his friends a couple of times because I would go over there and then I had moved to Texas. And when I moved to Texas, he came out there for all-star weekend and I met his friends that he came with, came to Texas with, right? I'm from North Carolina. So when they came to Texas, I met his friends. Then I moved from Texas to Tennessee. And when I was in Tennessee, I would come home like once a month. On the weekends, I would come home and I would see this man. So we were still messing around, whatever. Then I moved from Tennessee back to North Carolina and we were still messing around. Then lo and behold, I got pregnant, right? Baby, I got pregnant, pregnant. So I got pregnant by this man. Now, during all this time, everything was fine. If you know what it's like to have somebody that you're just having sex with, no strings attached, nothing like that, then you know it's going to be no reason to really introduce them to anybody because it's just sex. So, I met his friends when I went over, but I never met any family, right? And he never met none of my people, friends, family, none of that shit. He never met none of them. Okay, so then I get pregnant. When I got pregnant... When I found out I was pregnant in 2008, back then I had a big afro. I didn't wear makeup. Um, I might have worn um, eyeliner and mascara. That's it, right? And I'm only five feet, four and a half inches. I think when I got pregnant, I was maybe 135, 140 pounds. I was small. I was skinny. Um, this complexion that I am now, all that good stuff. Y'all can see I have small breasts. If you can't, let me turn to the side for you. That's all I have, right? That's it. No bra, nothing. That's that's all I got. You can barely see I'm poking out. That's all the breasts I have. Um, but I had a nice body on me. All that good stuff, right? So pretty much this is what I looked like 15 years ago. So after I got pregnant and I had my son, my son's dad did not want to take me anywhere. He didn't want to introduce me to anybody. He introduced me to his parents when I was four months pregnant. Could you tell I was pregnant? If you knew me, you could. But if you didn't know me, you wouldn't look at me and go, damn, she pregnant. Because I wasn't showing, showing. I was only showing to the people who knew me, right? Okay. So then after I had uh, my son, uh, I was uh, getting closer and closer to my, to my son's paternal grandmother. And then it got to the point where... My son's dad didn't want to take me anywhere. He didn't want to show me off and none of that stuff. So that's when I started showing myself. When his friends would come over and he said he didn't want to watch our son, I would go over there and I would tell people, like, I'm his baby mama. Da, 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 da. I was turning to the crazy baby mama. So I felt like y'all going to see me. And the reason is because he and I had a conversation after I had my son and we were talking about our types. Who said that he likes women who are light skinned? Nope, I'm not light-skinned. 
with long hair. At the time, I had an afro. And he likes women with big breasts. I don't have big breasts. And he said that he liked women, I think he said that were kind of tall and skinny. Now, at the time when he told me this, I was not skinny. I've never been tall. I'm only five feet, four and a half inches. No matter how big and bad I look in these videos. <laughs> I'm only five feet, four and a half inches. And just to get off subject a little bit, I think the average height for a woman is like five, four, five, five. Anyway, I'm short. So the way he described me, I'm not his type, right? He asked me what was my type and I said dark skin. I have always loved dark skinned men. I'm brown skinned. So I want a man that's, oh my gosh, darker than me. He could be my complexion or darker. That's just what I still lean towards. Oh my gosh. It's like a weakness for me. I love a dark skinned man. Now, the whole height thing as far as being six feet or over, that didn't come into play until my, my last boyfriend that I got in 2020. And he was like six feet, one inch or six feet, two inches. And I was like, oh, damn, I deserve this. <laughs> but at the time when I was talking to my son's dad, um, he's not tall at all. He might tell y'all he's tall. You might read that he's tall. But in my opinion, he's only like five, seven, right? Five, six, to be, be honest. I'm giving him five, seven. But I had told him that my type was dark skin, um, kind of heavy set, no muscles, with pretty teeth, and short haircuts. And at the time, my son's dad was, he, he was big. He's lost weight. He was big. He was about my height, light skin. Um, now, I don't pay attention to him like that now. But when I did pay attention to him, something I thought was very cute was in the wintertime, he's extremely light skinned. And when he gets cold, his nose turns pink and uh, his ears turn pink. And I thought that was the cutest thing. I don't know what he looks like now in the wintertime because I don't pay him no attention. Anyway, the way he described his type and the way I described my type was saying that we were not each other's type, right? So what I figured was... The reason why he doesn't want me to be around his friends now, the reason why he's not showing me off is because I am not the image. Give me that. Your crazy ass. Give me that. Hold on, y'all. Come on. My dog gonna shoot a whole pack of gum. It'd be like that. Anyway, so I felt like he wasn't showing me off to his friends because I was not the image of that they would have rec that, that they would have been comfortable with. Maybe he felt like he couldn't introduce me to his friends because I'm not light skinned. I don't have big breasts. I don't have long straight hair. That's what I figured, right? So I had to let these people know I'm the mama. I'm the one he was having sex with for four years. I'm the one who gave him a son. It's me, right? So I had to put on this big old show. I was always showing up at his house. Yes, I'm going to admit it. Do I do it anymore? No. Do I think about doing it? No. Would I ever do it to anybody else? No. I'm not letting anybody take me there anymore. However, I let his friends know I'm not light-skinned. I'm the one that he's been sleeping with. I'm the one he's keeping a secret. Yes, I'm here. Look at me. All this stuff, right? Okay. The reason why... Uh, and, and I didn't introduce him to nobody on my side because my mama always felt like um, she had this thing against short men, right? So I couldn't really introduce him to people because he was short. 
And then I was always talking about how I love dark skinned men and he was not dark skinned. So both of us were actually um, playing into what people were expecting from us. So I can't blame him. He can't blame me. But that's how I felt. Like I can't show him off. He's not even what I be talking about. Okay. So fast forward. I was looking online. Now, I don't know if y'all have been following the Kiki Palmer story with her and her child's dad. However, lately, it seems like she has been extra dramatic. Now, I'm not in their relationship. None of us are in their relationships. However, Kiki Palmer reminds me of me and my son's dad, and I'm going to tell you why. Kiki Palmer, I didn't know about her relationship with that. I think his name is Darius. I didn't know her relationship with him until after she had the baby, right? And it seems like sometimes you are the perfect person for someone in private. Like as long as nobody knows about us, we are perfectly fine. You are the perfect person for me. I want to spend time with you. I want to do this. I want to make you laugh. I want to be your peace, but in private, like I don't want nobody to know about us. Now, the only time that I think that people should be kept private or people or, or it's acceptable for people to be private is when you're not in a relationship. Like if we're just having sex, if we're just dating, if we're just hooking up and all that shit, nobody needs to know that. Cause you not my man. I'm not your girl. There's no reason to be out here saying I'm, I'm fucking this person. Right. That's just my opinion. Now, if you are a boyfriend or girlfriend, like if you're going to make that commitment to me and I'm going to make that commitment to you, baby, put it everywhere. I don't care. However, I feel like Kiki Palmer may not have been so open about the relationship that she has with that guy simply because society or the public or her fans would have frowned upon that. And I'm going to tell you why. Do y'all um ever watch the Steve Harvey show? You do? Great. So did you see that episode whenever Kiki Palmer was on there? And this is the first thing that came in my mind whenever I heard about her, um, her son's dad talking about her being at the um, Usher concert. Y'all got to look it up on your own. But whenever she was on the Steve Harvey show, she was saying that Steve Harvey tries to hook her up with billionaires. And Steve Harvey was asking, well, what's the problem with that? And if y'all are leaving comments, I can't see him. I just thought I'd put that out there because... Sometimes I come on here to do my lives. I can't see anything. So if you are leaving comments, I can't see them. I probably won't see them to after the video. But whenever you come in, go ahead and speak. Go ahead and say hello. Go ahead and say however you feel about the video. And I'll come back to you at, at the end, okay? Um, but anyway, she was on the, the, the show with Steve Harvey. And she was saying, Steve Harvey wants to hook me up with these billionaires. And Steve Harvey was like, what's the problem with that? And she was saying, I don't want billionaires because they only want one thing. I have my own money. I can take care of myself. I don't need a man with a whole lot of money. Steve Harvey's point was, it's not about the money. It's about the status. It's about the lifestyle. You have to date people who can do what you can do. So she was saying, no. She was saying that she wanted to date regular people, right? She was like, there's nothing wrong with dating regular people because I feel like whatever she felt like. And Steve Harvey was like, that doesn't make any sense. You need somebody who understands what it's like to have money. You need people who understand what it feels like to have this certain status because you can relate. You don't want nobody who makes way less money than you because they can't do the things that you do when they can't understand that. Even I felt that from Steve Harvey. And before I got the job that I have now and I was making minimum wage and I was making $10 an hour, I was making $12 an hour, I was making $18 an hour, killing myself. I always felt like there is only a certain type of person I can date because they can understand where I come from. There's nothing like as a woman, as a single woman, dating someone who was like, hey, I want to go on a trip, but you got to pay your way. You're like, I can't fucking afford to pay my way. 
So you never get to go anywhere, right? Or whenever somebody's talking about spending money, you're like, dang, you spent that much money on that? It's just something about being, um, um, being, uh, what's the fucking, there's something about dating somebody who is on the same level as you somehow. Okay. Whether it's money, whether it's love, whether it's, um, expectations, whatever it may be, you have to date people on your level. All right. So let's fast forward. Kiki Palmer goes to this Usher concert. She has on a sheer dress with the thong and a bra. Was the outfit cute? Yes. Do I have an outfit like it? Yes. It's not a dress, but it is a sheer outfit. And I haven't worn it anywhere yet. However, my outfit is sheer and it has like this flower design that goes across my breast like this. And then it has a flower design that goes like across my crotch. But the whole outfit is sheer. Like either I could wear panties, not panties. Who the fuck is wearing panties with sheer? Either I could wear a thong. Yeah, I wouldn't wear no panties. I could wear a thong with it or no thong, but still you can see everything except for what the flowers cover up, right? So her, her outfit was cute. Her outfit was cute. And then Darius, her, I think the man's name is Darius. Her boyfriend put up a comment talking about this is not the morals for my house. This is not what a wife is supposed to dress like or whatever. Now, had he never put that post up, we probably would have never heard a whole lot from this guy or, or a lot about this guy. But the fact that he put himself out there saying, I am the father of Kiki Palmer's child. And this is how I feel. Now, it seemed like Kiki felt like she had to put on a show for the world because apparently everything was good at home. You weren't airing out your problems or nothing. And then as soon as he says something, she wants to be Billy Badass, right? Does she have the right to do that? Yes, she absolutely does. Because like I said, everything was perfect in private. So he was okay with everything she was doing before she went out, before she posted the pictures. Or he posted the pictures, actually. Everything is perfectly fine until something gets out of order. And now people are going to know who I am. He did the same thing I would have done. You're getting too much attention. For me to be perfect at home, I'm going to need you to act like you got me at home waiting for you. Right? So I want to put that out there. It seems like whenever you are dating somebody that you don't want nobody to know about. And then it comes forward like, hey, I'm the person they're having sex with. I'm the person that they're going out to dinner with. I'm the person they're spending time with. It seems like that person, the person who's being called out, like it would be me. I would have to even say, yes, this is a group. <laughs> this is a great person right here y'all y'all don't know what y'all been missing i've been hiding the pictures and i've been hiding the shit because this is the perfect person i want you to take them again i don't care who you are i'm not posting no pictures about nobody unless we together also either you're gonna build them up or you're gonna be like kiki palmer and you're gonna tear them down okay either way you still gotta come home to this person got a scratch on my leg you still got to come home to this person now i want to talk about something else there is this person um on my facebook right and she was always saying i got this man i got this man ain't nobody gonna know who my man is um she's talking about how sexual they are she's talking about how he's a good man how he always comes over, how this and how that and how this and how that, he's good, whatever. Never showed his picture. But you know when she showed it? When she got pregnant. So when she got pregnant, 
Now she tagging a dude. Now she putting his pictures up. All this stuff. Because sooner or later it's going to come out. Because you don't want people to not think, I guess, anything bad, you know. So, she started posting pictures about the dude. And I'm going to tell you, he looked nothing like what I would have imagined. Because, again, she had been talking about the guys that she date. And these guys are big guys. Because she's a big, compared to me, she's a big girl. Now, she's not fat. But, again, I'm five feet, four and a half inches. So, she's taller than me. Y'all see, y'all see this, this body. She's bigger than me. She's taller than me. She's stacked big, you know, more than I am. So it would take a bigger guy to pick her up and hold her than it would for him to do it for me. Right. So she was always talking about these big guys, these guys who can pick her up, the guys with the arms, the guys with the muscles, the guys that can swing her around all this shit. But then when she got pregnant, she posted her child's dad. I'm like, that nigga can't do none of this shit. Right. But she builds him up. I'm not going to be specific about the post, but she does say he wakes up in the middle of the night and does this for me. He wakes up early in the morning and he does this for me. This is what my man does for me. He's perfect. He's good. He mows the grass. Da, da, da. All this stuff. She builds him up because at this point you pregnant. So <laughs> abortions are illegal in North Carolina. So you might as well build this man up and tell us who he is and all this other shit, but he is not what we imagine. He is not the guy that you've been describing for the other guys you like. So that's why I wanted to say, whenever you hide somebody for so <laughs> when you hide who you're with for so long, baby, they might pop out and start showing stuff and proving to people, I'm not what y'all thought I was. I'm not the ideal person that she wanted to be with. Or I'm not the ideal person that he wanted to be with. Whatever the case may be, people hate to be hidden. That's all I want to say. However, if we are not together, if you're not my boyfriend, I'm not your girlfriend the fuck so with that being said because that was my topic for tonight that was just on my mind yesterday when i was at work and i'm gonna tell y'all something else a reason to be with somebody is not because mm, you don't have to be with somebody just because y'all got kids together you don't let me tell you that i was talking to a person yesterday and they they don't love and barely like the person that they have kids with. But they feel like they have to be with that person until the kids are gone. Now, I don't understand that. I've never been in a situation where I felt like I'm lying. When I got pregnant, I asked my son's dad to marry me after I had my son. Simply because there's a lot of single mothers in my family. And I, I wanted to try to avoid being a single mother. So I was like, marry me. Let's get married. I don't know if we're supposed to be together, but let's get married so I can tell people that I am not a single mother. Especially after the the woman at the hospital was like, you a single mother? Yeah, anybody can sign a birth certificate, you're still a single mother. And I was going to do that. But you do not have to be with somebody just because y'all have kids together. That is not going to make anything last. And if you already have kids, and, and you know that's not what's going to keep y'all together. Shit, that might be the thing that tears y'all apart. Um, also... This is what I'm guilty of being with somebody because the dingling is good. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you find somebody, I ain't gonna finish my sentence. But that's not a real, real, real good reason to be with nobody neither. Um, also, when you meet people, you do not know who they are. Everybody has their own ambitions. Everybody has their own dreams. They have their own idea of what life is supposed to be like. So it's gonna be some people to come into your life to teach you something. 
It's going to be people coming into your life to show you something. It's going to be people who come into your life to make you feel something, right? You ain't supposed to be with everybody to make you feel good neither. I am single. I like being single. I can't say I love it, but I like it and I'm used to it. So that's where we are with that. All right. So let's move right on to Tarot Monday. So I honestly cannot remember what last week's card was. I can't. I cannot. So I'm going to pull a card for this week. I'm going to tell y'all what I'm going to do too. Um, I'm going to pull a card for the week. What's today? Monday. And I know usually the week runs from Sunday to Saturday. But because today is Monday and that's when I do my Tarot Monday. I'm going to pull a card for this week. And then I am going to pull a card for tomorrow. I'm trying to think if I want to do it tonight for tomorrow or do it in the morning. I am going to pull a card. Tonight, I'm going to pull a card for this week or I'm going to pull for this week. And then tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and pull a card for tomorrow. And I'm going to do that from Tuesday until the following Monday. And I'm going to pull daily cards all week because something is telling me I need to do that. Right. So instead of me just pulling daily cards for myself, I am going to pull a daily card for y'all as well. All right. So got to knock the card so I can knock off the last reading that I did. I did a reading for myself right before I started this podcast tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and pull a card for the week. I can't see comments. So if you have a question or if you have something you want to say, go ahead and put it in the comments. And then I'll respond after I finish recording and I post the video and the comments coming from me. I'll respond then. But tonight I'm using this deck right here. It's called This Might Hurt. This is the last deck that I purchased and I got it off of. I got it off of Amazon. This Might Hurt Tarot Cards by Isabella Rotman. Okay. And I really, really, really like this deck. Okay. This Might Hurt. And this is the strength card on the front. So, shoot, that might be the card for this week. Might be the card for this week. If it's related to work, I don't need that card. <laughs> I'm okay at work. I, I got it together at work. So, I'm going to go ahead. Oh, shoot, and pull a card. And one thing I don't do is read the cards that jump out because I want to literally pull a card. So that card is not going to be my card. Sometimes my hands be too small. Let me tell y'all about a dream I had. So it's this um comedian that I um I want to meet. His name is please don't let me forget his name. Earthquake. That's his name. So when I went to Essence Festival in 2022, um, he was part of the comedy show and I went to the comedy show and I saw him and I think I had just heard him on the radio or heard an interview of him on the radio and I was like I want to see him in person and sure enough we went to see him at the Essence Festival last year and last night I had a dream that I met that man and in the dream I said I saw you at Essence Festival last year and then he laughed and he got up and walked off <laughs> and I didn't see him no more for the rest of the dream Okay, so here is the card for this week. For everybody. Alright, the card is Nine of Cups. Nine of Cups. Nine of Cups. So we know that uh, Cups is about emotions. 
And we know that cups is about how you feel about certain things. And this is a man working. Now, let me just refresh my memory on this one. Because um, I think this is the one that says you can go ahead and rest for a little bit. Okay. So nine of cups, you see the man working. It says, look at this happy dude all in his cups. He made these cups. He loves them. And now he's going to bask in their glory and enjoy them. I often wonder which comes first, happiness or gratitude. Are you grateful because you're happy or are you happy because you are grateful? Of course, it's not that simple, but you get my point. The man in the nine of cups is both. He, this is a card you really, really hope comes true. Whatever you've been working for in your emotional life, your relationships, your hobbies, your home is all here and it's beautiful. The nine and 10 of cups are both about happiness, but I see the nine as being about internal happiness. I drew the man in this card as a potter because he's creating his own joy. He carries his optimism inside him. He is aware of his blessings. Sometimes the nine of cups heralds a dramatic accomplishment but often it is simply about gratitude and appreciation. Take a deep breath and marvel at your life. Celebrate where you are and find joy in the moment. So I have this card. Um, I have this card in another deck too. And in the other deck is a woman who is sitting with her legs crossed and she has nine cups at the top. And the way I see this card is even with the description that I just gave you and that came from the author or the illustrator the creator of this deck of tarot cards. So in this card, what I see is someone who is okay with the accomplishments that they've made so far. And they are taking a moment to be um, grateful and to be appreciative and to celebrate where they are. Now, because you see him making another cup, that means that he is, um, he has come a long way in his craft. He has come a long way in his journey. He has gotten real close to the goals that he is trying to reach, but he's not there yet. Something I've told y'all before is the number 10 is completion. So this card is only the number nine. He's done so much and he's accomplished so much that he's in a place where he can take a moment to breathe and accept and acknowledge how far he's come, but he has to still keep working. This isn't a card that says you are there yet. So he is taking a moment to himself. He is by himself. Y'all know some of the tarot cards have you and other people celebrating together, but he is alone. He is content and he is continuing with his craft. And yes, it doesn't show that he's sad. He doesn't look tired. He actually looks like he's concentrating on what he's doing. Okay. So this is a nine of cups. So this is saying this week, as we are going through, or as, yeah, as we are going through, because this is a card for all of us. As you're going through this week, I want you to take a moment to realize what, how far you've come from where you've started. Realize how much you have gained in, in the past, whatever, months or years. Realize how far you've come to where you are right now, because you um, don't look like what you've been through. You may not be where you want to be, but you're not where you used to be. And I know that's very cliche, but it goes perfect with this card. Don't get into your feelings and start doubting yourself. Know that what you're doing is working for you. I know twice already I have pulled the chariot card and the chariot card says that you're supposed to stay focused on your goals and go towards whatever it is that you want and you are not supposed to get distracted. So this card is saying that you have come a long way. You did what you were supposed to do. This is his thing right here. His thing is pottery. 
in a sense in this card it's saying that he's done what he's supposed to do and he's come a long way and he's he's gonna hold on y'all he's gonna be all right and he's content with that okay but he has to keep working towards whatever it is now because the cups is an emotion card it could be that you you are improving your attitude you are getting out more you're getting um used to people more you're not being so sensitive um you might be more approachable now people find it easy to talk to you um a lot of opportunities are coming to you and you are taking them this is saying that something is happening that has you feeling like i can do this or i've done this or i've come a long way you're giving yourself a pat on the back but you know that you are not there yet for instance i had told y'all last week and probably the week before that i have been living in my grandmother's house for five years right but Every now and then I take a moment to appreciate the fact that I make more money and pretty soon I'm going to be able to purchase a house, whether it's going to be a brand new house built from the ground up or if it's going to be a modular home or if it's going to be an old home that is a fixer upper. Either way, I am at the point now where I can afford to get a loan or I can get credit to go ahead and buy me a new house. Now I'm not there uh, mentally. I'm not comfortable with the idea of moving yet but I am there and that's why I keep telling y'all I make money now okay some people say you're not supposed to brag about what you have you're not supposed fuck that I am going to brag I am in a place in my journey where I'm finally going to have the things that I want I'm going to be able to do the things that I want to do and I'm going to be able to go where I want to go this is me right now I'm still working on my craft the job that I have right now the speaking engagements that I have, the people who are following me, the people who support me. This, These are my cups. These are my people. These are my support systems. This is my job. Okay? I'm almost where I want to be and nobody's going to shut me up. I am a nine of cups. So whenever you feel like I am a better person than I used to be, go ahead and tell people, hey, I'm not where I used to be. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm getting there. And I'm going to take the moment to tell everybody the same way people can come on here and they can talk about, oh, my life is bad. Oh, I hate my job. Oh, I wish I didn't have this family. I wish I wasn't in this relationship. Oh, I'm so poor. I'm broke. I, da, 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 da. The same way people can come on social media or come to your face in person and complain, baby, congratulate yourself. Praise yourself. Talk about the goodness that is going on in your life. Because we need more positivity out there. And the crazy thing is, I feel like the more people who are out here being negative, the more it rubs off on people. So you think, oh, well, they're not doing good. I'm not doing good. That's just what the world is. Nope, not over here. I'm still a single black mother and I'm not over here crying about it. I'm not crying about it at all. But I will tell you this. I have a good job. I make money and I'm pretty. So when you put that equation together, the formula is always, it's going to be all right. Okay. So that is my message for this evening. And I wanted to put that out there. And that is our card for the week. Nine of cups. What I'm going to do is I am going to take a picture of this card. Actually, let me see if I can do a steel shot. Let me see if I can do a steel shot and then take a screenshot of it later. Anyway, this is our card. For this week, I will see y'all tomorrow morning because I'm going to go live and do the card for the day. But this is our card for tonight. 
And I hope y'all have a good evening. Thank you so very much for joining me on Tarot Monday. Kevin Layfield, thank you for being new to my podcast. I hope that you will stick around, like and follow my page, and comment whenever you find it necessary. All right? To everyone else, this is Latasha with Girlfriend Let Me Tell You the Podcast because I have something to say. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful night. Good night.